0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Story X Story podcast where we discuss stories across pop culture and give you advice on creating your own. It's episode number 18, The Great Debate, and today we are discussing streaming services and whether there are just too many of them. I'm the MyMada co-founder, Nigel.
1: And I'm Tazi, streamer and co-host.
0: And before we get into it, uh, just to remind our listeners that you can subscribe to us if you haven't already, uh, wherever you can find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. You can send us your feedback and questions uh, on anything you've heard today or just in general, tell us about life, uh, at feedback at or shout at us on social media at myamada on Twitter. And at MyMatterTees on Instagram and at Tazzy with three eyes on both. So we're just going to go straight into this. And uh, this topic came up because Disney Plus, which I'm pretty sure is everywhere else right now, but here in the UK, it's launching on March 24th. So, we thought we'd have a discussion around streaming services, the number of streaming services, and their effect on storytelling. And I guess to start it off, we'll just you know put all the all the cards on the table and just say which streaming services we are both subscribed to, tazzy, what who are you giving your money to?
1: Um, so me personally, I only give my money to Netflix at the moment, but okay. Saying that, I have a housemate, and in our house, (laughs) we have uh, Prime and uh, Now TV on our TV.
0: Ah, wait, um, I don't have Now TV, so just explain, I always see the adverts come up. Is it, it's basically just, like, um, you just pick, like, different shows from a particular provider, or how does that work?
1: Um, so I believe now TV is run by Sky. I'm going to, I'm
0: pretty yeah, sure it's um...
1: owned by Sky. Um, and Yeah, then... and so
0: if you don't want to pay the whole Sky subscription monthly thing, you can just pick what you want to watch.
1: Yeah, so I think we've got the movie package on ours, but I believe then there's like different level, like different types of packaging, not too dissimilar to how their TV subscriptions work okay so like you go for like movies or tv shows or i think there's like a movie and tv shows um and then it's just like an on-demand thing uh and then it just has like a ton of well our one has a ton of movies available on it
0: cool i don't pay for it someone else will do someone yeah someone (laughs) Someone else pays yeah you're at three is that three okay so i have um I have Netflix. Um Amazon still gets my monthly subscription. It's kind of like a lazy tax at this point, just because I haven't cancelled it. it because I always feel like I'll I'm gonna watch something or I need that uh quick delivery for something business related so it just keeps ticking over. Um What else do I have? Wait, I think that's it. Yeah, it's just oh I always add Spotify even though it's not I know it's not um T V but That is another chunk of change that goes out of my account uh, every month. But uh, in terms of TV, uh, I have Netflix um, and I have uh, Amazon Prime. So, yeah, I think we've covered a few of many, many services. So this whole thing of streaming services uh, once was, I guess, the dream of people Tied into sort of long-term contracts with sort of providers, uh, and the dream being to to you know step aside from that and just be able to watch what you want to watch when you want to watch it without the long-term commitment. Uh, what's happened though is now everyone's got a streaming service, so you know Netflix in terms of branding are sort of top of mind, but. Got things like Hulu, which has been running for years and years. Uh, HBO Go uh, is coming. Uh, BritBox in the UK, which I totally forgotten about. Um, Shame on me. Until like putting together the notes for this episode, Apple TV recently named a few. Uh, So recently um, released their subscription service, and if you're an anime fan you may or may not be subscribed to things like Crunchyroll and Funimation uh so yeah there are a lot
1: I'm it, it's pretty actually many. sure uh America has like the Britbox or something similar uh they got it first because obviously they just don't have RTV
0: good point um okay I didn't know that
1: i'm pretty sure it's a concept that has actually come from americans a service for americans to stream uh like a lot of the i think it's a collection of like bbc
0: yeah uh, channel
1: for itv basically are like
0: poor terrestrial yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> back in the day before that everyone there was freeview. view they're the yeah. solid channels you'd have <laughs>
0: yeah okay that makes sense i guess because then you know i guess they us they love our stuff they love our, our family over there so um why not send the tv there too yeah um so well, yeah I've what do you those, think about so. <laughs> yeah. um what do you think about all these streaming services are we kind of it feels almost like we're we've asked for something we've got it but we've got a lot of it like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: We've got like a monster version <laughs> of what we originally wanted. Um, it feels like we've gone full circle or going full circle um, because, you know, it was kind of like, yay, we want to be able to watch what we want, when we want and not have to pay like an extortionate amount <laughs> to like TV providers uh, when you only watch like a handful of the channels yeah yeah um and like for me i've never been big into watching tv when it's live like there's a very few shows that i ever like watched when like wanting to get watch every episode be there when it's when it's live um and so like i started watching anime when i was like in my <laughs> early teens uh so i had to go online for that yeah. um so I've been very much used to, like, I want to watch this when I want to watch it. Uh, and, like, binge watching from quite early on. And then, like, obviously I started watching YouTube when YouTube came out. Um, and so I was, like, very used to, like, getting my content on TV, like, when I want it, rather than when someone else dictates I should watch it.
0: <laughs> okay, so you were ready for this.
1: Yeah. um, But then now it's, like, you have to have so many subscriptions it's kind of taken it's taken away the freedom yeah it, it kind of gave in the first place
0: i know because you have so many so like if you want to watch something it's now a question of where is it available and if you want to watch something that sort of rises to public consciousness and you want to like get in on that it's like okay do i have that subscription um, yeah. so now there's that consideration and then if you don't have the subscription are you willing to pay x amount to get that subscription so you can uh, be involved and it's kind of feeling like we're in a position where we might end up even paying more to watch the same amount of shows i mean we're we're getting to be fair we're getting access to a lot more shows mm. but there are only so many hours in a day, so you're only gonna watch so many uh, shows. And yeah. I heard something a while back where kind of someone was saying that we're gonna have to switch our perception of um, of TV and start treating it like uh, like books where just everything's out. Like, you know, let's take the library, you can go to a library and read it, but you're not necessarily gonna do it. You kind of get to stories when you get to them. And I feel the same might be for TV
1: yeah I feel like for me I've always kind of treated TV like that anyway um I'm always like way behind on a lot of shows anyway even with them being there uh because that's the whole point of having like on demand yeah (laughs) you know it's it's on my demand not their demand Um, (laughs) but then you get like the thing is things are launched and then people like binge it all in like two hours and you're like did you watch all the episodes simultaneously at once how do you know everything that's yeah, happened no. you know <laughs> and you're like give the rest of the world a chance like people have jobs and lives and careers and families <laughs> and might not necessarily be able to watch it all at the same time as you can let's not spoil everything over the internet um, and yeah, yeah so it'd be it would be great in an ideal world everyone would kind of have the perception of you know what it's not necessarily you don't have to watch it as soon as it comes out and you can uh, you don't have to talk about it if you have watched it as soon as it comes out maybe you can find a group of people that all have watched it at the same time as you um
0: yeah, I get that. Get like a, uh, a club around a particular show. Although yeah. I will say that I do in a way miss the kind of the, the mass shared experience of watching like the one show. I guess the, the last thing we had of that was Game of Thrones, where that was the, the one thing that people were, were watching and talking about. <laughs> um, so it feels like we're moving into a different era where, like you say, people can like a show will come out and all the episodes are out and then you can just go through it in that that night. And yeah.
1: done. like i've actually suggested over twitter uh, to a few few of my friends um and followers uh, about doing a like a book club almost but for a netflix show um so i've recently watched oh, okay. the whole of sex education and it's amazing and i love it um I really want the next uh seasons to come out and I've like kind of convinced people to watch it and I'm like yeah come watch it um <laughs> and like seeing them go through the episodes like and like contacting you messaging you tweeting you whatever like oh like I've just watched this episode where so and so like this happens um and like please tell me but kind of don't tell me as well because I don't want the spoiler but <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, what's gonna so,
0: happen yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and you so, do still
1: want that you can still have those conversations, and I think you could like. I like the idea of it being like a library, and we now consume it. Um, like have book clubs, but show clubs. Uh, and
0: I quite kind like of the idea.
1: Maybe watch things in a different way. But the thing that that brings into question is um, like stats. So TV shows are often given an extra season over, like, how much it's watched at release, at air. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it's not just uh, – I think consumers are already kind of adapting to how they watch things. But I feel like, uh, like, in terms of production and, and mm. uh, putting it out and publication of, of them, they're not catching That's up with how people – yeah, how people watching stuff and how people get that across. Uh,
0: yeah, I get what you're saying. And shows can and get canceled
1: the... way too early.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: give it a chance. It's just not reached its audience yet. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe. they
0: sort of give more chance to the long tail yeah. of a show.
1: And like, maybe, you know, you might not uh, sort of sanction the next season straight away. You might not, you know, obviously Witcher got really good, re- received really well straight away. And, like, so that was like, yep, we're going straight into production um, for the mm. se- second season. But, you know, I feel like they can sort of have still bear stuff in mind and be like, we're going to see. We're just going to put it aside. We're not going to cancel it. We're just going to put it on hold.
0: Yeah. And Maybe then just check in on it. Yeah. It.
1: Because it could suddenly get, like, a rise, and then people are like, why is there not another season? Especially if you've set it up yeah. for a next season. Um,
0: oh, yeah, that's the worst, doing that and then getting cancelled. Yeah. Um, some of the Marvel stuff, we're going to talk about that, but <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that suffered that fate. Um,
1: yeah. Well, yeah it's so. in,
0: you make an interesting point about sort of the the business considerations around streaming, and I think where where we've got to is a place where, like, like I said, Netflix had sort of, and still has the, the mind share and it was based on existing properties. So they would license content um, from, uh, from different networks to put on their, on their servers. And this was from way back when, you know, Netflix was still like, you know, trading DVDs uh, in the mail. Apparently in America, you
1: can still do that.
0: Really? Yeah. That... (laughs) That, I guess I'm, Am I, su- I am surprised by that, but then I'm thinking. I guess there are places in America where just internet service is so bad that that's still a consideration. I mean, I still don't even think that makes sense to me. Um, but they also <laughs> um, have like just...
1: way more movies available because I think licensing around renting out a DVD uh, and streaming the same content is very different
0: oh that's a good point I think that's yeah. one
1: of the reasons because I was like found the Twitter thread on it and I was like what this was a while back uh, so I don't know if it <laughs> still is but I'm pretty like it was very much like people like yeah I still get DVDs from Netflix I'm like
0: mm. what <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> what um, decade <laughs>
1: and it totally brought up a conversation which it maybe is like not important now but I'll just uh, highlight it was uh, that uh I feel like um, blockbuster could like have a new life if it changed the business model, uh, on like more of a yeah like, subscriptiony uh, type thing. Because there's definitely times I need a DVD over streaming. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And like, yeah, if there's if you can get more available, if it's e- if in terms of licensing uh you that side of things is easier
0: yeah well there's always that um (laughs) the funny story of uh netflix coming to blockbuster to pitch this idea and being laughed off and now sort of look at where (laughs) where the two (laughs) are respectively (laughs) so yeah um but um yeah so then you've you've kind of got this situation we're going into now where you see Netflix investing heavily in their original content. And I guess the, the reason for that is because now everyone's pulling the content away to create their own services, which is why we've got all these new services popping up and uh, Disney being the, the latest uh, one to take that approach by starting to uh, pull away their content. Obviously, you, you, I mentioned uh, the Marvel uh, shows the defenders uh collection luke cage jessica jones iron fist daredevil um which were really great shows all one by one sort of cancelled as disney prepared their own streaming service disney plus so the idea is people are thinking you know people are watch more accustomed to watching online let's make money on this rather than giving it to someone else to make money off our content so we now have a situation where disney plus is throwing their hat in the ring and one thing we know about disney is that they are what they're really good at making money full stop like Mm. just like universally good at making money but particularly when it comes to their uh, content uh, way back in the days of the Disney vault when they would essentially artificially or mm-hmm. artificial scarcity and, and um, take away their um, movies from circulation only to release them for limited periods of time so that everyone kind of would have to go and you know create a sense of urgency uh, and it worked and they, they made a lot of money on that they had the Disney Channel and now we're coming on to Disney Plus. So off the idea of or at least the question of whether there are too many streaming services, um, were there too many before Disney Plus? Are there too many with Disney Plus? And do you think you're going to get Disney Plus Tazzy?
1: Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs>
0: oh wow! Okay, that so, was yes uh, that's and that's been was... another episode. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>
1: so yeah, there was there was already way too many. Uh, like there's shows, I haven't watched because I didn't have uh, the the right subscription. Also, like I haven't had TV for a long time um so I haven't I don't have a TV license because I don't have TV uh, the only show that I've watched that would require a TV license is Doctor Who which I go round to like luckily I have a boyfriend that lives in a house where they have a TV license so I just get them to record it on their <laughs> skybox yeah. uh, or like just go and watch it and iPlayer when I'm there um and so yeah I'm like that's the only show that I've Ever needed like a TV license for, for a long time, and I just can do without the rest of the shows. Um, so I don't watch any TV live, and I haven't done for like I don't even know how long. Um, uh, and so there's already the shows I'm missing out from on there. I'm losing my trailer for here. Uh, and then <laughs> so there's just a lot of shows I was missing out on, but I was content because you know Netflix had a lot of shows and films that I loved anyway. Uh again, I love watching a lot of anime um anyway. And a lot of that I can't get through many of the services. Uh, I'd have to have so many of the services just to be able to watch dubbed versions of stuff. Uh that it's yeah, uh it's a nightmare. <laughs> so I just don't bother I just it is.
0: Wait, so you're that. saying you're going to add to that nightmare and get Disney+.
1: And then, okay, so here we come to the dilemma of Disney+. Plus. Okay. There's so many things, Disney, that I like. Uh, and obviously, because that includes uh, all sort of like Disney-owned branding. So obviously, we've got uh, Pixar, Lucasfilms, Marvel, whoever, like, everyone <laughs> everyone's disney owned by my... all
0: your childhood memories
1: <laughs> yeah disney own literally everything they have the monopoly at the moment um
0: and can i just say before you continue just to add to that and mention the fox because when the fox deal went through with um, disney uh, acquiring 20th century fox a lot of the focus uh, obviously went to the marvel properties that fox owns x-men fantastic four that's fine mm-hmm. but uh when i saw that i sort of thought actually this is a a big play for streaming because fox owns a lot of uh content uh simpsons now i think uh, owned by disney so fox has a lot of content that is just going to be plugged straight into their streaming service so yeah disney like own a large percentage of the things you're you're going to be watching
1: yeah um so on principle i do not want to give disney my money (laughs) In reality, oh, I'm already missing out on the Mandalorian.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh wow, they've got you already.
1: Like, and I wasn't too fussed about this until like this was Baby Yoda everywhere.
0: The memes just got you.
1: <laughs> everywhere, Baby Yoda is adorable. <laughs> like, how can I go through life without <laughs> having like witnessed this? Like, I there's jokes like as a streamer as well like people expect you to know memes and I'm already terrible at knowing memes yeah. I don't find memes that funny like a lot of the time I'm like I don't get it like what so someone just said a joke and now everyone's like laughing at it because everyone else is laughing at it like I genuinely a lot of the time I'm like why is this so relevant and funny to everyone but me like I've missed something um because a lot of the time it's like you kind of got to be in in the moment to get it
0: yeah, uh, yeah you really do
1: <laughs> so at least things that i do like and get i want to be on on top of like baby yoda yeah i can i can i can get involved with this
0: <laughs> um, okay, so that is what it takes to get you to part with your your hard-earned money memes
1: not really but i just i just <laughs> want to not be missing out on everything like yeah and i pretty much shut myself off uh to the world apart from when i am streaming or i am at an event uh or we're doing this podcast um most of my time i'm like sat alone in my office this is going to sound really sad but i assure you like i am enjoying myself uh-
0: <laughs> it's a familiar story for anyone who's self-employed <laughs> yeah.
1: like editing and uh like planning content and creating content and um and like i don't get me wrong i love it like i will It's by choice, and I will literally sit there editing and have, like, my friends or boyfriend messaging me or calling me, like, yo, when you going to, like, come play games with us or chill out or hang out. Uh, And having a housemate definitely helps with that. Um, So, and then when I do watch stuff, it's kind of a lot of stuff that I want to watch. Not that I don't want to watch other stuff, uh, but it's, like, a lot of anime that just makes me feel chill. Um, So, for me, like, anime is my go-to thing to watch when I'm editing for some reason it helps me focus um so yeah so and not like sometimes when you're on the internet it seems like a lot of people watch anime uh but actually in reality not that many people watch like a lot of anime they watch like a handful of Uh, And then when you bring up the anime you watch, they sample anime. Yeah, they sample anime. And that does not make you not an anime fan. Like, you very much are an anime fan. Um, But it means that when you're someone like like me that doesn't necessarily watch current anime, it just watches like whatever random stuff I find Uh, a lot of like Mm. 80s and 90s anime uh, and generally not like the most popular. Like, I've never watched Dragon Ball Z, I've watched like a few episodes, never got into it.
0: That, is, uh, that was my gateway gateway drug into anime. No, my,
1: my gateway anime was really dark and w- rated way higher than my age at the time. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I just watch, it's very much like mood related. And so a lot of the time I talk about an anime and people are like, oh, what? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So, for shows, I like, I want to keep relevant. I want to not be the only yeah, one sitting that. in a room, like, but did anyone watch like this really obscure anime from, like, I don't know, or just yeah. obscure? Uh, it might be current and just obscure.
0: Um. And like, that makes sense.
1: People were just like, who are you? <laughs> so that,
0: and I, I think this is the advantage that Disney have is because they have so many of the you know sort of most well known properties they'll just jump they'll be able to like jump straight to people's minds so i think there are people sort of today in existence who are somewhat aware of um streaming and that that whole thing but once disney plus hits they are going to know because they know star wars they know what's been happening with the mcu and um and the shows that are going to come to um disney plus they know pixar so yeah. just that brand awareness i think will benefit them 100%. so i i think a lot of conversations that are going to be happening with streaming a lot of it will take place around disney properties i can i can see that so yeah i get that i'm I'm trying to think like as well, like... i'm i'm definitely not where you are on the on the yes yes and yes <laughs> um but I'm trying to think where I am on that scale. So I reckon, I reckon I will eventually get it. The thing is, I feel like something will have to go, and it's not going to be Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix is.
1: Netflix is like one of those staples in your life, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have
1: Netflix, I'd feel like the world is just <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> no.
0: So like uh, Netflix has a tight grip on that portion of my <laughs> of my bank account. It's just carved out in some spot. Like and it's just branded it Netflix.
1: Yeah. I I can't imagine Which I then, don't think there's anything that I would I've I went through a phase, or oh, not a phase, like I had to go through all my like finances and like look at all my outgoings like what can be sacrificed, what's gonna be next if like I need to sacrifice yeah. the something else. Uh
0: that phase is coming. <sighs> <sighs>
1: When net when I looked at Netflix, I really contemplated canceling it, and then it was like I I can't. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna watch? Like, I I need some entertainment myself as well. Like, and there's only so much like YouTube I can watch. Um, exactly. Like, and then it, I was like, I can't. Like, and it was like I've still got at this point. It was the final season of iZombie hadn't come out, and I was like, I need to finish watching iZombie. Uh, (laughs) and then they came out with a load of other stuff that I had to watch so I'm still here Netflix (laughs) got me
0: and that's how they get you so (laughs) I I think the their original shows have really helped kind of solidify that position because there's just so many interesting things or at least the potential for interesting things that uh, can get you hooked and also like we've seen with uh, Stranger Things like before that with House of Cards which really propelled the whole netflix makes good uh, original shows you mentioned which are uh things that can really jump into public consciousness and the idea of not wanting to miss out um mm. you've got a good chance of not missing out with netflix so i guess yeah disney plus has to force something out and i i suppose amazon prime is looking a bit vulnerable um at the moment because i'm just looking at these numbers and so like we were saying before, it's, in the UK, it's coming uh, March 24th. And until the 23rd of March, you can sign up for a whole year for 49 99 And then after that, the service is 5 99 a month or uh, £59.99 a month. So if you're not in the UK, let me just convert that to you. That is a good price, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. That's actually a a, a really competitive um, price when I I feel like I'm I'm definitely paying more than five ninety nine a month um, for Amazon Prime. Having said that, with Amazon Prime you get you all the know. other other yeah. stuff, but it, it, it's it's a price that combined with the the stuff that is going to come on Disney Plus is making me consider how you know I'm I'm pulling out my calculator like how can I make this work <laughs> in in the future.
1: I think it's good to mention as well, like you said earlier, uh, Disney Plus being something that even like people that aren't currently streaming um, m- would potentially like be way more uh, conscious of the streaming uh, sort of world of TV. Yeah. Uh, because on even on their front page, uh, so it starts off with Star Wars, The Mandalorian. So even if you don't know what The Mandalorian is, you know what Star Wars is. Uh, and then Disney's *Lazy and a Tramp*, which I'm guessing is their live-action remake. Um, that's going to be—is ex- that going to be exclusive to Disney Plus and not like go straight to Disney um, and I miss. Yeah. Miss I'm, sure.
0: I'm going to assume it will be. Uh,
1: but, but either way, sure. like everyone knows *Lazy and a Tramp*, and there's going to be like Disney films. <laughs> there's going to be like all the princesses are going to be like everyone's going to be there. <laughs> this is disney this is disney world but as a <laughs> as a streaming service <laughs> like yep. so like there's just like a, a, like lifetimes of of content and properties that people know and like just they're going to have it on that like people going to be like to their grandparents oh yeah i watched whatever they're like oh I like remember that and they're gonna be like oh yeah I watched it on Disney plus Disney streaming service and they're gonna be like oh what I can watch all of these things on there yeah yeah all
0: the things I remember yeah (laughs) it's got that generational appeal so I think Disney are in a really strong position and as a quick side note I'm currently doing a workshop um, like a series of workshops in a college and uh, I don't know how true this is but one of the kids claims he has not watched anything disney i i don't know how that's possible in, in the western world but that's know. what he says. so i'll just take his word for that yeah. um
1: this this conversation yeah, came so
0: up I,
1: uh sorry this conversation came up between some a group of mine as well uh, and then when we broke it down It was like, what, so have you watched this, this? And they were like, oh, yeah. we're like, that is all owned by Disney.
0: Disney, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to have that conversation with him and dig down a little bit to see how true this really is. But I'm going to also point him towards Disney Plus and just say, just spend a weekend and just, like, uh, catch up on all things Disney.
1: Yeah. Um, So it's a good note to, like, when people say Disney, do they just mean not the things that have, like, just disney's logo on top of it like yes you know the obvious the, the the i guess disney disney <laughs> <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> because it's obviously you've got like disney.
1: marvel star wars and all that um and it i mean you can find disney on uh like on it but you kind of have to look a little closer uh it's not like the initial branding yeah, yeah. around it
0: yeah, it's in it's in the footnotes. Disney owns, um, like I said, a lot of your your memories, your childhood memories. Um, so <laughs> the other just thing I was me off getting uh, Disney stars right now. Sorry, sorry, Disney. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Um, but uh, just on the topic, on the general topic of like streaming. Um, as I was putting together these notes, I was kind of thinking about the effect. Has on uh, storytelling uh, as a whole, uh, just the things that are kind of changing in the way we watch uh, stories and the way stories are told. So, just before we start recording, we even mentioned, or you mentioned Tazzy the, the idea of this um, there being no advert breaks. So, the idea of seeing, you know, that you know you used to get the uh, the cliffhanger just before the ad break to keep people, you know, hooked and wanting to stay after the ads are done. So that's a thing, I was going to say a thing of the past, it's not of the past, but in terms of the, the streaming world, that's something that doesn't need to be uh, considered. And you've also got more potential for uh, binging, which I don't know how I feel about just because I'm not a binger. I, I've got a a weirdly short attention span when it comes to consuming things where once it, my brain hits an hour of uh, watching something i just have to do something else um i don't know how i've got this like anti-binge mechanism um built in but uh, i also like the the idea of watching a show and having that sort of discussion and that anticipation over uh between the next then and the next episode um so yeah i kind of like don't know how i feel about uh binging but one of the things that i do like about uh uh, streaming that it does tend to lead towards like sort of more uh, complex like high concept shows that allow the storytellers to explore deeper themes knowing that they can find a niche for that story and because you're not like there's no ads so you're not sort of that's not your first um, priority in terms of like what's the success metric you can explore these themes so you get like these these uh, deeper shows you get uh sort of more diverse shows and more uh more perspectives which i think is a good thing so shows like uh transparent and orange is the new black um russian doll which i thought was a a great show are allowed to have this this uh space um in in streaming services
1: mm. yeah definitely like i've only watched out of those ones you mentioned i've only watched um orange is the new black um i don't think it would have been a show i would have watched without it being on a streaming service because um, as well sort of they can have you can have sort of slower moments in shows like that or yeah. um and if you have to then wait a whole week for the next episode um and then you've got to watch it at a set time. It can it can ruin that, and you can sort of like fall out of it a bit. Um, and as well, like *Oranges and New Back* gets really deep at some points. And like me personally, I've mentioned it before. Um, that I can get like really affected by darker things, um, and so I need to like take a big break from it. Um, but then it's like I can do that because I can go back to it whenever I want, and not at this time on this day uh to watch it you know um yeah so yeah, yeah like no, it definitely sense. changes like how you can watch it and in the different stories um that can be told because it gives the i'm going to say like the emotional uh remote in <laughs> some ways yeah. to the viewer rather than just the storyteller so you can
0: take yeah that- i think so and i I think that's what it's about really with, with stories. It's about how do we like using stories to navigate the world around us and, and process different like situations and feelings and emotions and being able to explore these other types of, um, characters and seeing their, um, their journeys kind of, yeah, gives us more, more scope to, um, yeah, to have those emotions and, uh, narratives. So, yeah, I kind of like, I like where things are going with storytelling and streaming. Uh, it's just uh, my bank account. <laughs> <isn't>.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, I still need to work that one out. So, yeah, if we can uh, kind of navigate that, then we're all good. So, like I said, uh, Disney Plus, for for you, Tassie, that that's a slam dunk that is in. They've got you. Um, for a year at least. Really. For a year, okay. Yeah, I don't for I don't think
1: it's for like a whole like I don't think it's a Netflix Ever. relationship. This is like a
0: <laughs> like a short
1: sling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> we'll All right, I, think, I think they'll be okay with that. Yeah, I think they'll be okay with that. I'm I'm gonna have a think I'm gonna pull out the calculator and, and see how I can how I can make this work. So um yeah, so that's where we are on streaming. Um possibly too many, but also yes to Disney. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, if you are in the UK, tell us, will you be getting Disney plus and what will you be sacrificing to make space? Or are you just going to add it onto, um, your current list of things? Uh, yeah, let us know. Um, uh, the email address is feedback at myamada.com or you can shout at us on social media. So yeah, that's been our conversation on streaming Disney plus, and the future uh, of storytelling so we want to yeah, thank everyone for listening uh, just a reminder again that you can catch this episode and all our previous episodes on many different podcasting uh, platforms you can also support us on patreon to get episodes 24 hours early and although we didn't mention it Uh, In this particular episode, Mayamada, we do make stories. So you can check out our stories at mayamada.com forward slash manga. We also have our own video game event called GamePad, which you can get tickets to at gamepad.events. And you can catch us on the next episode. Well, (laughs) speaking of Disney, where we'll we'll be discussing uh, Disney Pixar's latest release onward with our own illustrator, Penale uh yes he's just everything is disney it's like you just can't get away with it <laughs> um but yeah so thanks again for joining us our email address is feedback at mymada.com. send us your thoughts and feedback on anything we have discussed today and the website is mymada.com forward slash story x story stay tuned until next time